today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Canada is failing to deport criminals. Is that the case? Uh, that's a report uh, by Stuart Bell and Andrew Russell of Global News. Uh, Canada failing to deport criminals. Uh, here's why it can take years and sometimes decades is what you could find on our website. And, you know, with the latest influx of refugees and Canada being welcoming, uh, which, of course, many Canadians support. And that's what we are all about. But when it time when it gets to, when it's time to uh, evaluate and then, of course, uh, get rid of people who uh, turn out not to be as we thought. Uh, is the process as easy? Uh, let's bring in Stuart Bell, national online journalist, uh, investigative reporter for Global News, and of course with us now. Stuart, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate this. Hi, Scott. How big a problem is this? How often does this happen? How often do we hear of this? Well, it's it's getting worse, and it seems to be getting worse quite rapidly. Um, the, uh, the, the what we looked at was basically deportations. Uh, on the four serious categories. So these are people that have come here and then have found to have either been involved in terrorism, war crimes, organized crime, or serious crimes. And uh, what we found is that... So this isn't small, petty stuff by any means? No, these are not people that just have a failed refugee claim. These are people that have uh, are the, supposed to be the priority for uh, the deportation system. But the actual number of removals has uh, has dropped quite steadily over the last few years. At the same time, um, there's been this sort of growing backlog of people that are under uh, active deportation orders for these reasons, but are still are still living here. And you know, we tracked some of them down. We we spoke to uh, we profiled one today about uh, about his experiences and. Uh, there's something going on in the system that uh, uh, it's just not working right now. So what has changed? Why are we failing? Why are these figures growing rapidly? Well, uh, it's hard to get any answer out of the government. They were not interested uh, in in answering our questions uh, directly. But we were able to um, to get some data, and what it shows is that the main issue has to do with getting travel documents to send deportees back to the countries they came from. So before the government can send somebody back uh, under a deportation order, they need to get a passport or some kind of travel document from that country, allowing them to return. Um, but what we found is that increasingly these countries uh, are not cooperating with Canada in that regard. So there's a number of countries that are just they either take a long time to uh, to process these applications, or they just refuse for various reasons. This is the main what, reason. What are the reasons too? What are those reasons, Stuart? Because I'm thinking at the end of the day, if you're a government, the last thing you want to do is take the bad guys back. Yeah, I mean, every country is obliged to take back their citizens when they return, um, but some countries clearly. You know, they don't have any incentive to cooperate because uh, these are people that have been labeled by Canada to be um, security or public safety risks. So these these countries are clearly not, uh, they don't have any motivation for, uh, for cooperating with Canada's deportation efforts. Uh, is that the only option Canada has? I mean, what do other countries do who find themselves in the same scenario and, and the countries, the originating countries, not wanting to take their citizens back? 
Well, the experts we spoke to said that other countries are more aggressive in using diplomatic leverage against countries that won't cooperate. For example, they could impose a visa requirement or threaten to impose a visa requirement on a country. They could threaten to withhold uh, foreign aid. A lot of these countries that are refusing to cooperate with Canada on deportation are happy to accept our, our aid and financial assistance. So these are these are ways that the experts are saying that Canada could uh, uh, could influence them and and open up uh, these countries to taking back their own citizens. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.